Aaron, are you a stage mom? So if you don't know, I am Mops. Now you know. I am Mops Christianer. I manage all her social her media. Her questioner? Chris Jenner. I manage all of her social media. Go follow her, miss.mops on Instagram. Uh oh, here she comes. Come here. Let me see your monkey. Mops is the cutest animal ever. And even this morning, we had an incident this morning. So I woke up and I go, I usually go to wake up and go into Mops' room and I feed her and then I hold her and then I let her go outside to pee and poop. So she went to pee and poop this morning and she came in. I just happened to look at her when she came back in and she had poop on her butt. And I was like, oh my, oh God. my God. And Josh already left for work. He usually cleans the poop. So he already left to work. I'm like, what do I do? I Poop is my kryptonite. How do I handle this? So I went and got two pairs of gloves and like a roll of toilet paper, no, a paper towels, and then I put a mask on. And I just threw her in the sink and started wiping her. And you I put like, her in the kitchen sink? Yeah. And I was just Did wiping her. Did you clean the her. kitchen sink? Yeah, I think so. And I was cleaning her and I was like, oh my God, this is the only hurdle I have from getting a bald human baby. Is diapers. I could never clean a diaper. You think Mops would wear a diaper? Yeah. So this is our first podcast in like three weeks. Yeah. So I had to drop off my computer and then they thought they lost it and then they found it and then they mailed it to me. So I pretty much have a brand new computer. They literally replaced the logic board. They replaced the screen. They replaced the top. They literally replaced everything except my hard drive. Thanks, Apple. Hmm. So what happened after you dropped it off? Like you literally dropped it off just in a nick of time. We went out to eat, saw some ratchet people being ratchet for like no reason. And I don't know why people are like that. The store closed right after you dropped it off, didn't it? Yeah. Everything went back into lockdown for COVID. Oh, yeah. We went right back in. Which is really, it's poopy, but I get why she did it. Our governess told us, don't meet each other for Thanksgiving. And, like, tonight we went on a walk around this park by our house. There was, like, 12 little kids playing touch football in the thing. So it's like, who's really at fault? The kids that don't know any better? Are their idiot parents making health decisions based on their political affiliations and lack of knowledge and lack of understanding of basic science? Well, it's like the episode of Grey's Anatomy we watched last night. The guy... So I'm obsessed with Grey's Spoilers! Grey's Oh yeah, I won't. I won't spoil. He's that about episode. to ruin it, just like he does with me. I'll just say that Grey's Anatomy is covering the pandemic right now in their episodes, and they're making some good points, like social points. So the last episode of Don't Grey's Anatomy that it. I saw was when Callie stuck her ring in her scrubs, and then someone else found it or something, because Aaron binge watched. <laughs> The other seasons up until like last season, I think I saw a little bit of it, but their stories are stupid. The medicine is stupid. Like, I don't, I don't get Grey's Anatomy and it gives me like anxiety, like severe anxiety and PTSD. So I just don't watch it. But I guess Meredith has COVID. We don't know that yet. Erin told me she but has COVID. Spoiler alert, something happens to her. Anyways, 
after the plane crash on that season, on that show, the plane crash after that just takes like a really bad. That's literally like a metaphor. Like the show is a plane crash after that episode because nothing makes sense anymore. Everything has canceled each other after that. So yeah. So what's new at work? Speaking of Grey's Anatomy, what's new at work? I don't know what you're trying to lead me into. Well, we haven't talked about your job in a long time. Opposite world, Oprah. <laughs> General question. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. So, Josh is thinking of making a big decision at work. What? He's going to get... He wants a scooter. Oh. <laughs> so, I was doing um, stuff in the OR. Today, I was doing ECT. And... Um, one of the doctors had a scooter, and I was like, I want a scooter, but, like, there's no limes anymore. They're, all of our scooters disappeared for some reason. I bet people were just stealing them, because people just steal things here. But his scooter was so freaking cool, so I started looking him up. I found a Segway one that I thought was pretty cool. Um, hopefully Black Friday. If Aaron doesn't buy it for me, I'll buy it my damn self. I'm, I'm tired of waiting for Christmas for things I want now and things that I could use now. He said he's buying himself a Rolex. Vicky. I pay my own car note. Vicky Gumbleson over here. Bought my own Rolex. <laughs> bought my own Bentley. Well, I can't wait for you forever, Dawn. Mm-hmm. I will say this. I support you getting a scooter because... So the university here, the parking is atrocious. Like they like purposely make it horrible to park there. And we're starting on a whole new parking structure or new hospital. And I'm like, where are we gonna park the patients, families? Like, like, and every time I want to complain about my 15 minute wait, I drive by Maine and see those people. And they're because like I'm in a different facility, so we get like a special little bus service, but it doesn't run very frequently. So it's like, my friend told me she left work at 6.30 and got home at 8. Mm. And I'm like, what? And I'm like, uh-uh. I don't think so. Um, I can't walk all of that way just because I don't want to. I want to just ride my scooter. So I thought of getting a bicycle. But then I'm like, I'm going to have to put a bike rack on my car. And I don't want to do that. So then I was like, and plus a bicycle, I don't know, like I'm going to be all sweaty getting to work and I don't want to be sitting in a room with three other people being a sweaty kid. So I was like, okay, what are my options? And I thought of rollerblades because I still probably can roll it, but I was like, I'm going to bust my ass. So then I was like, what else could I do? And I was like, I could get like a razor, but there's like two really big hills that I would have to go up and I'm like, I'll probably end up just walking. That defeats the purpose. Then I'll be a sweaty kid. So I'm like, what do I do? What do I do? And I, I saw that doctor's scooter today, and I was just like, yeah, I want a scooter. Heck yeah. So I'm I'm really, I think I'm just going to, once we, so Friday something big happens, and after Friday I can start spending money again. What's happening on Friday, Erin? Oh, gosh. I don't know how to say this. We're moving to Alaska. Eh? No, that's Canada. No. <laughs> we are close. We're supposed to be closing on our house, but... I don't want to jinx it because... Yeah, but at this point, literally, what could happen? Don't, don't <laughs> speak it into existence. I'm just... I'm I'm cautiously excited about it because I feel like we did everything we were supposed to. We played along. Aaron had a really good analogy that it's like working on a group project 
and you're like, okay, I finished my part. Can you do your part? And you're like, okay, well, I guess they're not going to do their part. It's only 20% of our grade. So then you go to sleep and all of a sudden, bing, bing, you get an email and it's your partner and the project and like, hey, I did my part. Can you do your part? And it's like, oh, it's just so tedious and time consuming. And I hate asking other people for help. I hate having to not, I don't like not having control over situations. And that's one of those situations. Well, when we first started the process and they gave us like our anticipated closing day, I was like, why do they need that much time? And it's like, now we're like literally up at the anticipated date, like days away and we're like still getting stuff done. Yeah. Because it's like we had planned to purchase a house at the end of the year and we have the house we're in now, which is rented. We have that until the end of, or the end of January. Mm-hmm. So we're like trying to plan everything so that we're out of here so we can get it cleaned and maybe painted a little bit. Mops. I'm not doing anything over extra on this house because... This house was a mess. This house is like a very good starter house because they made us do everything by ourselves. Mm-hmm. Like, they're, the company that manages this house is really bad, and I'm not going to mention them until we leave. But, well, so our last house we rented, we spent quite a bit of money cleaning and fixing stuff when we moved out. And then they ended up charging us exactly the same things over to like basically everything over again. So we ended up spending twice the amount. We painted, we got the carpet shampooed, um, we um, painted some of the moldings, and it was just a basic cookie cutter BS suburban house. But it was just like they literally charged us again for whatever. Because Aaron's like, oh, we're going to get that money. I was like, we're not going to get that money. These are shady people. This one, they haven't even come to look if there's, like, windows in the windows anymore. Like, the other one had, like, inspections that they would come do. This this company, I, I would not put my house with them. We take care of the house, though, and, like, we upgrade stuff and, like... Oh, this house was a good lesson, though. I think... Yeah. We moved into this house, and this house is just too much. Too much in every sense. Too much upkeep. Yeah. Too big, mm. too much yard. It's just too much. So yeah. never again. It's more for a family mm-hmm. than you have helpers when you have a family. Like, Johnny, go clean the backyard. Mm-hmm. But we don't have that. So it just turns into, it's big house. So it's hard to heat. It's hard to cool. We have a cleaning person that comes and she only does like a little bit because the house is so massive that she would have to be here every day to clean it. Mm-hmm. So... We learned that. We learned our lesson with that, which is why we stayed under our budget, I think, because I kept saying, this house, Aaron, this looks like a Whoville house. Like, for what reason do we need such a big house? Like, it's me, you, and a dog. I just think we needed to, we needed to get out of our system, and now we know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because there's the front yard, the backyard, the side of the house. There's just always something to do in a house. And if you have a smaller house, it's cheaper to do. This house isn't super old, but you think it was because everything is broken all the time. It's like, I don't know. We put a lot of money into this house, and it's not even ours, which is why I get so upset. But the people who had it before, it didn't even seem like they inspected it because Mm -hmm. there was just stuff falling apart. The dishwasher was broken, so we got that repaired. The uh, dish disposal in the sink was broken, so we got that replaced. Oh, Uh, don't forget the best part when... 
they refused to turn our air conditioner on and mops almost had heat stroke because uh, it was yeah. so hot in here. So I started saying, like, I'm a front. This was right when it was hot, like April, May, mm-hmm. like super hot. And I'm like, I'm a frontline nurse. I need to sleep in the middle of the day because I work at night. And they told me, we'll work on it. So we went, I have all these little air conditioners and stuff because I can't be hot. Like, I've had a heat stroke before when I was really little and I never want to experience that again. So I try not to get too hot. So I had little air conditioners in the window and Aaron was mad at me because he said they look ghetto, but he was sitting right next to them. So I had those and I had R2-D2 air, air refrigerator air thingies. And I was like, I'm not going to be sick because these fools can't get their stuff together. And then it was like, then they wouldn't come because of Corona. Then they wouldn't. It was like three months. We only it was had the 90 days from when we first asked and until it came turned on. Oh, oh, and then there was a big rainstorm and all the lights stopped working mm-hmm. and we couldn't figure that out. And then something happened. We wet the outside plug that was covered when I was watering plants and they said, oh, there's only one button in your whole house. One button for all of the electrical plugs. It's in the garage. For some reason, the house builder built them like that. And I was like, no way. So they come and push the button, and now we have all electricity again. And I'm like, this And we is... moved in, and the garage doors didn't work. The garage door. Mine was smoking. <laughs> My garage door was smoking, and I was like, what do we do? Because our other company, we would tell them stuff. It'd be a little bit of time, but then they'd just fix it. This one, they literally would go ask the owner, hey, can we fix this? So it's like, we did a lot of stuff by ourselves here, and that was just not something we should be doing in a rental. And paying as much as we do for this house, this is not this is not the tea. Mm-hmm. I hope our cleaning lady comes with us. She's really good. I think she will. I hope so. Well, I mean, why wouldn't she? We're only moving, like, literally down the street. Well, it's in recontracting or whatever. Her daughter got COVID, a COVID scare. And then she was so freaked out. I was like, well, as long as you're wearing a mask and keeping clean, like, she has it. You don't. Keep your mask on. Well, we're hardly even here when you're here and you clean with bleach. So I was like, okay. And then she's like, no, it wasn't even COVID. It was a stomach, stomach thingy. Mm -hmm. Because she speaks Spanish and my Spanish is like a toddler. So I had my twin sister translate and she was telling me, and she's like, we wouldn't even have known, but we went to the hospital and got our COVID test for her because she went on a school trip to Colorado. And everyone's so scared right now with the virus, like you never know what it is. For you know, This is interesting to me. So I thought I had mild COVID symptoms, like GI issues, for like a month, literally a month. And then as soon as Joe Biden won, my stomach issues went away. Ooh. I think I was scared because I thought the world was going to end again. It's, it's, I think a lot of people are like getting sick just because of anxiety, constant anxiety, and you're just re- less, what is it? It like makes your immune system go down. Mm-hmm. You're more susceptible to things. I, Stress is bad for you. Stress is so bad. I honestly think all of my issues last year, because it was like my anniversary for surgery, for GI surgery I had. I think all of that was because I was so, so stressed out all the time because I had bad nursing jobs when I started, which is why I don't really like none of my nursing jobs that I've ever had since the hell that I was in. None of them have been that bad. And I'm like, well, at least I don't have 14 patients tonight. Or, hey, guys, cool. I'm not wiping butts today. You throw as many phone calls as you want at me. I'm not. I'm, no one tried to shit on me today because they were mad that I didn't get them peanut butter. Mm. People are, 
people, if you want to see humanity at, at its worst, go get an opioid addict, like someone who legitimately got put on pain control, pain medicine, and the doctor titrates them down. They are the most unpleasant, rude, nasty people. And I'm just like, you know what? I'll give you your medicine. I put you on my own schedule. I'll be here every four hours. I will bump your bed and wake you up at four in the morning to see if you want this medicine. Because it just, it's just not worth my time or my life or my soul. Well, you know, working from home is just so exciting. You have no idea. Erin sent me a video of some girl making a whole ass peanut butter sandwich while she was on a call. No, she types, hello all. And she does all, she goes on her phone, she makes a sandwich, she watches a movie, and then like at four she puts a comma after and says, well, that was my day, guess I'll log off. Yeah, right. Yeah, they're like telling me today at work, oh my gosh, I wish we could work with you all the time. I literally did four cases in an hour. Because I know once I find out what I'm doing, I can get myself together. I wish they would have got my ADD under control in, like, middle school. I'd be a freaking titan of industry. But it didn't get fixed till I was, like, 28. Mm. <laughs> That's when I became a nurse. Just kidding. I waited a while, got my prereqs done, and became a nurse. But, mm. Okay. I want to do ASMR. Let's go buy something and they eat it on camera. So you usually on your vlog, you do like fun things for, what is it, Vlogmas? So yeah. what are your plans this year? I feel like that's one of the biggest reasons why I haven't vlogged or done anything interesting or important is because I, I like to share fun stuff and like, look guys, look at this. Because I don't want to be like one of them people that's like attractive but boring. Oh. Because there's that's a lot on, I'm, and I'm... I'm guilty of watching them. I'm like, what is this idiot doing today? Oh, wow. You're rich. Woohoo. And then what? Okay, cool. I saw that part of your life and I'm going to regret it, but I saw it. So it's just like, I, I don't want to do that. Um, if I get a scooter and people think I'm Casey Neistat. Josh looks just like Casey Neistat. With glasses and a hat. No, you look like Casey Neistat at all times, especially when you put glasses on. I don't know how to feel about that. Well, hi, child. Hi, baby. Oh. You want, some, you want some corn? Oh, no. Mops is my... I already, tell, I already told the gross story. She is my little baby. She got into my sewing stuff, and I'm pretty sure she ate thread, because that's the last time I saw poop hanging out of her, was when she had eaten a bunch of my sewing supplies. What else is on your list of topics? So, we talked... So, oh! So, oh! 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 We are going... So, what do you think of the vaccine news that's coming out? Well, I hope that we can get it at work. And I hope that... Mm -hmm. So, is it going to be like that movie Contagion where, like, the families of the people get the vaccine first, but you have to, like, rush home... Because people are attacking you to get it? You never know. You just never know. <laughs> they did it like that for the draft. I don't know. I think I'll probably get it like very last because I'm working from home. I'm isolated from people. So I'm like... I think the frontline people definitely get it first. 
I would hope. And then the people who it's can't work from viruses. home. The people who can't work from home probably be next. Yeah. And the people like me who can work from home, they'll give like last or they won't even bother. So we had a Facebook sell this weekend. My sister was wheeling and dealing. But like we had a Facebook sale this weekend and that was people buying all of our furniture. And I was just like getting rid of stuff, getting rid of stuff. This lady's like, they're making us work from home. I'm like, sorry, this this desk is stained right here. And she's like, oh, I'll take it. And I'm like, wow. But then you go out and everyone did their COVID panic stuff again. So they bought all the random stuff off the shelves. And I'm like, okay, we, we kind of did too. Cause like they closed the gyms. So like we bought this really cool kettlebell that goes the Bowflex one with different weights. Yeah, like it twists and then you can like make more or less weight. It's really cool. And I rehab my arm out at the gym. So I think my arms and my back has been doing a lot better. Like as soon as I start working out, I feel amazing. But then now, I don't know when we were doing our aminos. We were like doing it right this time and now it's like poo-poo. Well, we're always on the wrong end of the trend because before everything got locked down, we sold our bi- we sold our bicycles bicycles we sold our bicycles both for a hundred dollars yeah and, and then, then they were going for thousands of I dollars. know and then we sold all the we sold all of our furniture and now the furniture is sold out for months yeah so we're taking what's left to our new home because we wanted to start over we didn't want to take everything with us listen to Mox's fingernails she needs her fingernails shaved down yeah she does. Her little feet are getting crooked. What is that song? Dum to the beat, dum to the beat. Oh God, that's like the that's like the the Riddle trumpets of hell. The trumpets of hell. I love you, mop, you little monster. Hell. At two o'clock every afternoon, mops comes in and has to sit on my lap while I'm working. Mm-hmm. She comes up and goes. And then I pick her up and she sits on my lap for about an hour and it's feeding time. Mops, what if you had no arms? I would love you. I remember, so, funny story. I'm going to tell a story of how we got Mops. So, our friends on Facebook were selling pug puppies and Josh sent me a link and I'm like, no. So, we had a big dog. And she just does, well, did not fit in with our house. We rehomed her. And she's well, a- she was too old, and we got her prey reef like she was a rescue. And, like, the older dogs are harder to get home, so we did our part. So she got rehomed. She's in a wonderful home now. She lives on a farm and runs all day. But not the glue factory. No. But I, after that, I'm like, no more dogs. Not after that. So then Josh sends me a picture of a pug puppy, and I'm like, absolutely not. A puppy is so much work. Well, because we got a lot of feedback from our friends that were like, maybe it's just like you guys need a small dog, like a designer dog, not like a workman dog, like a German Shepherd. She was a German Shepherd husky. So Mm. she was really, and she was older and not trained and not socialized and had a prey reflex. I trained that girl like every day, two hours every day. So I took Josh to work. I don't know why I was, I, why would I drop him off that night? We went to Somos. Oh, Somos. So I dropped Josh off work. He's like, I really hope I get that dog. I'd be so happy. And I'm like, well, we'll see. So I contacted the seller guy, our friend who's selling him. And I said, I'm interested in the puppy, but can you tell Josh that it's sold and it's no longer available? 
He's like, okay. So then he tells Joshua he's at work that someone already grabbed her. And no, because I was like, Aaron, I really want that dog. She's so weird looking and cute. And Aaron's like, I don't know. And this wasn't a split decision. This wasn't a decision that just happened. Like, I'd been looking up dogs, and I was looking at all these other dogs, and I found a Frenchie, and they're like, no, don't get Frenchies. All they do is bark at you. And they're yippy. And I was like, I don't want a yippy dog. And so I was like, okay. And then I was like, chihuahuas, but no, they're all weird. And I was like, maybe we'll get like a death dog. And I was like, okay. And then I found a bunch of miniature Dobermans. And then they were like hard to take care of. I was like, I want a little fat, boring dog. So then I started looking at English bulldogs. And I was like, that looks weird. And then my friend posted the thing about Mops, a little baby black pug. And I was like, oh my God, she's adorable. And he posted her. She was on for like maybe two weeks, a week and a half. And he's like, I need to make rent. And I don't want to sell my dogs. This is my favorite dog. She's the runt, but she's my favorite. And posted a picture and I was like, oh my God, I love her. So then I'm messaging him that night and I'm like, hi, Aaron. Um, Aaron said I could get the dog. Do you think she's still available? And he said no, because I told him to say no. But in a mean way. Uh-huh. So then in the meantime, I came home and I was like, well, our house is not ready for a puppy. I literally had a, I literally put in a box with a grate on top of it because we had literally had nothing for a puppy. But I went, I went to go pick her up and then it was like, let me snickets, series of unfortunate events. My cart, my debit card got locked out because they thought someone was stealing because I had to, I tried to pull the cash out. They saw someone hacked in my account, so they locked me out of my bank account. So I'm like, what do I do? So then I downloaded Venmo. And then finally I Venmoed him. But then in the meantime, I went to Target and got her some food and everything. And he was, here's his um, boyfriend? boyfriend was sitting in the parking lot for almost two hours waiting for me. And I felt so bad. So I finally went. And then I picked her up. And she was so little. She fit in one hand. And she was, like, shaking, like, scared. And, like, she was going, she was making a scared noise. She was making a scared noise. And I'm like, you'll be okay. Just don't poop in my car. Then I got her home, and she literally literally sat in a carpet and pooped. And I'm like, okay. Right in the middle of the carpet, just pooped. And then went and hid. She was so scared, huh? Mm-hmm. Then I put her in her box because we didn't have anything yet for her. And she was making noise all night. And I'm like, you better be quiet. Because I was working at night. I used to work at night. So then I was so devastated at work. I was like putting a deposit down on a Frenchie the next day. And I was like, I guess I'll get this dog. A Frenchie? This is the only one. Yeah, they're in. Um, it's like a $400 deposit in the Edgewood. <gasps> I want a Frenchie. But they didn't. They Someone else just bought her cash. It's like $3,400. Um, stop doing that. She's making noise. Um, so then Aaron picks me up because he had dropped me off. And I was like so devastated. I was so sad. So like Aaron picks me up and he's like, hi. And he's usually a bad surprise person. Like you could just read him. But then he's like, hi. And I was like, I guess we should go to McDonald's. I'm hungry. And I was like, so sad. And he's like, we need to go. And I was like, okay, well, I'm hungry. And he's like, no, we need to go home, all this stuff. And I was like, I'm hungry. And I kind of had an inkling something was going on. But I was exhausted because it turned into an S show at work. So then I get home. And then 
I I go to the kitchen and my sewing machine box is on the floor. And I was like, he broke my sewing machine. What in God's name was he doing with my sewing machine? So And it was a brand new, like, $400 sewing machine. So I was, like, kind of upset, kind of pissed. And then I saw a, a grate on top. And I was like, what is that, Aaron? And he's like, hi. Josh thought I put a stuffed animal in there to trick him. Yeah, because Aaron's a bad person sometimes. <laughs> He's like a Disney villain for, like, no reason. So then, what did you say when you first saw her? I looked in there, and I thought it was going to be, like, a stuffed animal. And I'm like, ha, 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 you don't deserve anything because you're fat. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my God. Then I looked, and she was, like, looking at me, and she, like, went up to, like, stand up and, like, touch my hands. And I pulled her out, and she was so small, and she's my little monster. I was so happy. And I squeezed her, and her face stunk like poop. But I still let her smell me. And I thank God every day because without her, I don't know if Erin would have gone through corona. We didn't get along at first. Like, me and her just did not mix at first. She she was bad. She got on the table and was eating chocolate and cookies and stuff off yeah. the table. But that's puppies. Puppies take time and you have to be very patient. She got her butt whipped a few times when she got into chocolate. And then when she was running around with glass, trying to eat glass and a screws... Um, but that's the thing with puppies. It's like a thing. But like now, like, we're inseparable. Them. Like, I wake up and I immediately go into her room and pick her up and feed her and swallow, swaddle her like a bald headed baby. I love her so much. Yes, you. Monster. She's making her judgment face. In monster. She's still, like, I've never seen a dog that has so many, like, facial expressions as her. I think because you see her all the time, you can tell. Like, she can tell she's judging someone or she's, like, scared. Mm. Bless you. I love you, Mops. Yeah, we love her. That's so, how we got Mops. I think this is a good segue because our next podcast will probably be in a new house. Hopefully. Oh, my God. I was telling everyone at work, and they're like, oh my gosh, are you going to sleep there the first night? I was like, yeah, I planned on it. I'm going to take this big, dramatic swan that Aaron got for an L.A. trip. I'm going to get that, and I'm going to get the blow-up mattress, and I'm going to sleep in the master. And they're like, that's what we did, and like everyone had the same story. Like We did that, too, because it was like such a big deal. And one of the girls, she's like, my, um, my husband, because I think he's passed on now. But she's like, me and my husband were like, shit, we actually did this. We did this. Like, we're grown-ups. And I was like, oh, my God. And, like, her story made me, like, tear up. And, like, I was like, this is such a big deal because I never, never, never. I grew up in a rented house. Like, we had apartments and a townhome. Like, nothing ever belonged to us. So it was just, like, such a big deal. And I'm like, I want my mom to be here so I can tell her about this. And, like... I don't know. Like, I never, never, ever in my whole life thought that I would be buying a house. Thank you, Aaron, for pushing us. Well... Sorry it's not a Whoville mansion. Well, it's it's nice. I know. He's like, how are we going to go and live in three bedrooms? And I'm like, Aaron, we used to have a one-bedroom studio. Like, people would... This is a mansion to some people. Like, Aaron's always just like... 
Oh, it's such a small it's house. It's a big house. I'm not going to lie. It's still a big house. It's probably still more space that we could need. Mm-hmm. But it's not like this house we're living in now where it's just too much. Well, and then too, I pack rat stuff. I pack stuff in. So now I'm not going to have an excuse to do that because there's just not going to be any space. It's only three bedrooms. But that's a big house to some people. It like is. We grew up when we didn't have anything in like a small one bedroom that barely had walls. Like... It's it's smaller than this house, but like the amenity. What do you call it? Like it's just nicer built. Like it has mm-hmm. nicer stuff inside. This house and that house are the same year. Are they? This one's falling apart though. I know this. This house looks like something from the Brady Bunch. Like it's just, it's dramatic. It's like a good house for like entertaining a family. Yeah. And that's about it. I don't like there's it. There's lots of hidey holes and lots of places to go disappear. But then at the same time, it's like, I don't like that feeling. Because, like, whenever they hacked into our canary, I felt so scared. Because I was like, there's a thousand million bazillion places someone could pop out and cut my head off. Like, they could pop out and slice my neck, and then there goes all my blood, and I die. Do we discuss that already? I think so. We'll tell you guys about that on the next one. Okay. I don't feel like going into that. We're at 32 minutes. I know. What's our last topic? That was our last topic. Okay, guys. Well, we're going to wrap this up. Thanks for listening to Josh and Ari Make a Podcast. And remember, money can't buy you class. Say something, Mops. (laughs) That's not food, baby. Her tail gets straight when she's bad. Mm Mm-hmm.